and welcome to the Stay Healthy Experience. I am Robert Ferguson, and, and soon I'll be joined with my co-host, Miss Barbara Chris. We call her BK, and today we have a special in-studio guest. I'm going to say a long-term friend, uh, someone who is living the diary life, and we're going to kind of do a sneak peek and give people an opportunity to kind of hear what it's like when you embrace it and you move to a place where you live it. We'll get that started right now. Um, and fortunately, we are lucky to have one of my clients in here who's lived it and has seen it over a long period of time. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the show, we're going to toss to an interview that you and I did with one of your clients who had very good success also mm-hmm. with the Diary Life methodology. But the main goal is to kind of just give people a glimpse because, Karen, as you know, it sounds sometimes too good to be true. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Right. So when it comes to being able to not just lose weight, but improve overall health and Mm -hmm. optimize energy throughout the day. And uh, I'm so thankful that when I put it out there, the timing was good for you to kind of come on board. And and here we are. Yeah. And I promise not to mention your starting weight. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) The day will come where you're going to probably share it with people because people won't believe you. Not Unless true. you tell them where you come from. Yeah. True. And sometimes they won't believe that until you show them a photo. Right. Absolutely. They want to see it. And I guess can. what? And they still won't believe you. I learned years ago after reading the Bible when they saw Jesus walk on water mm. and they still didn't believe him. I mean, what would it take? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, bro, if, if I said, if I floated mm-hmm. and I said, I want you to believe. Yeah. And you, you saw me float. <laughs> you do that, though, sometimes already. I okay. see. But that would, would that be, like, considered disbelief in that moment of, like, you just can't believe what you're seeing? This is denial. It's just straight or denial. denial. Yeah. Straight yeah. Denial. Would it be? I don't know. Because seeing is not always believing. Sometimes you, you, well, yeah, it just tricks your brain. Like, you don't even, you like, think, realize what you're seeing sometimes. You think your you've brain gone crazy. Yeah. yeah. Remember that song? <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> yes, I do know that one. Yeah. I'm not going to sing it for you. <laughs> shaggy? Is that Shaggy? That's Shaggy. Yeah. <laughs> We're not it wasn't sing me. It right now. Right. And then, you know, remember the um, Rodney King beatings? Ugh. They were like, no, we didn't hit him that many times. Dude, we got beat. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't happen. Yeah. I know. But it and did. I, but although I would say, I would like to, to know or see your before photos too. I mean, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, we, we did some reminiscing, but seriously, like, um, what is the thing that you would want people to know mm. that you have discovered with the way you're eating and taking care of yourself? Like, what is that one thing that you could share that you know people would love if they had the opportunity to experience it? Well, uh, just the way I feel, like the general, I mean, just this past year has been horrible, like for everybody mm-hmm. being home and just that loss of energy and, you know, being in that survival mode of taking care of your family. And just, I, you know, for me, I just wasn't even thinking about myself. Um, and then I just got to that point where I was just tired all the time, like just sluggish. I felt horrible, like my gut felt horrible. And then to just embrace this and to eat the diversity of foods and just to switch it up all the time and not get into that routine of that monotonous, like, eating the same thing every day like mm-hmm. that has just opened up a world for me like not i don't like to eat the same thing every day i'm not one of those people that's like you know here it is the same thing every day like my children are like that but i'm not and so that has been like the game changer for me is that diversity in food and the simplicity of putting things together you mm-hmm. know if you you get your protein and then you work from there 
that has just been the biggest thing. And I feel like that people can just grasp onto that. It's not hard. Like, I don't like count my calories. I mean, I know like the rule, you know, kind of the rules, the guidelines and stay within those, but I write down my food every day, but I don't write down like that's this many calories and this, and I just, it, for me to see it and be accountable, this is what I ate today. I just want to be accountable for myself, but it's Mm -hmm. so simple and easy. And I feel so good. Like my stomach, like my gut feels so much better. Like, all the time and that's a weird feeling for me like to not like i wake up and i think oh i don't feel maybe i don't feel like great or whatever when i get up in the morning but i'm like my stomach feels great i feel great like let's go so i can regain that energy so and i work in a really high stress lot of responsibility job that's the thing i'm sitting over here thinking i'm going okay so barbara it's good to know right that she has a very demanding job right you I know. That's how there's. I wanted to kind of like butt in there with okay, some questions yeah. because yeah, there's. I yeah. know that. Well, before we start rolling, I was asking Karen a little bit about how you know how long she's known you, and it's been a long time. Long time, fourteen yeah. years. So yeah, so, two thousand six is well, probably before then. So you were at the Total Woman Gym. Oh, you, you remember me at the Total Woman Gym? <laughs> you, I used to take your kickboxing classes. Oh, and so, then you guys did the nine week challenge. Or so the more you talk, the more I'm remembering you. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And, yeah, and so, you had you had rhythm actually. A little bit. When I used to teach that class, <laughs> at one point, I mean that was a good class. That was a great class. I used to have this woman that would come and go right to the front. <laughs> and when everyone went right, she went left. But in her mind, she had it. She was getting down. <laughs> she had it. Who she cares? was getting down. And who cares at the end of the day? She hey, was moving. I actually cared. So. <laughs> <laughs> I actually was cared. Was she making you look bad? Remember, I, t- I, I said I literally had to like. I came up with a, a way to get her to think I was complimenting her. Mm-hmm. So I said, "Hey, look, you're great." So I always have people over in that corner that need a little help. And if you wouldn't mind, like if you were over there, it would make everything smoother. She's like, oh, got it. <laughs> that's, a, that's an awesome reverse psychology move. Yes. That, you, you found that came in really well with parenting. Yes. You got to get your children to do something yeah. that they don't want to yeah. do. And so they so. pick it up and then they use it on you. Exactly. And then you're like, wait, what just happened? Yeah. But with that's a busy, a, crazy schedule. Yeah, back to that. I do have a busy You're able to make so. it work because a lot of times people won't begin the journey of losing weight or eating mm-hmm. healthier because they feel like it won't fit their schedule absolutely it totally fits your schedule i work like 16 hours a day so from the time i get up till the time i go to bed is about a 16 hour day just with the whole having to homeschool the littles mm-hmm. and you know lunches and dogs and kids and, and you know and then taking phone calls in between and i work in an administrative role so i have more responsibility than other people and so i constantly take phone calls and email all day long and sometimes i stay up way late into the evening to get all my paperwork done because i don't necessarily mm-hmm. get it done during the day so it it definitely it fits you know it just fits into my lifestyle but it is a, it's a conscious conscious choice like you have to choose every morning to get up and make good choices right you know it they're not hard choices to make but you have to choose that like you have to choose to live this way it's very easy to give yourself permission and i talk to robert about this all the time it's like you know i don't like to give myself permission to do certain things like if i start to give myself permission and then i start to stray like maybe oh it's like a slippery slope yeah so like oh yeah it's you know and we can we can eat things that we want to eat but like if i knowing myself and that's mm-hmm. important. You need to know who you are. So sweets are like my biggest like thing. And so if I start to give myself permission mm-hmm. every day to have something sweet, although it fits in, 
it's still, I can watch those numbers. Mm -hmm. I don't get the results I want. And so I know. And then all of a sudden I'm craving sweets and like I want them more and more. And then I find myself like totally derailed and off in the bushes. I I could totally relate to that even with me. And that's the same way. But you made a good point about how um, every morning you make this, it's a choice Mm -hmm. that you make. Do you feel that, can you put your finger on, was there a transitional period for you where you went from thinking that, you know, it was kind of a hard choice to make to now it's more natural? Because I have clients who oftentimes think that having to be mindful and make that choice for them it's almost i think especially early on mm-hmm. they feel that it's more they're almost like they're they're missing out on something like they can't see the long-term results yeah. of making those mindful choices in the moment mm-hmm. right i don't you know and i i know you're supposed to make goals and stuff i don't think too long term mm-hmm. you know like i don't want to think that because that for me seems so far away mm-hmm. i'm in the moment right now L- what are we doing this week and mm-hmm. so it's just one day at a time. And it's the, the self-talk. You have to talk to yourself. Mm-hmm. But you have to choose because you're accountable. So, yeah. you know, everybody's a little bit different. But there's no, and I've heard you talk before, like, when's the right, there's no right time. Just do it. <laughs> right. Just do it today. Mm-hmm. And and start in baby steps and work it into your routine and get into it. And don't beat yourself up every day. If you have a bad day, yeah, get I, back up tomorrow and I, have a better day. I would, and, I, you know. Exactly. And I would have to say you probably experience the same thing, too, where you have clients or maybe you've heard of other people, too. Mm-hmm. They keep putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. And the only thing when they finally do get started, the only thing they regret is like they think, I wish I would have started you know, six yeah. months ago when mm-hmm. I was just thinking about this. Like, you know, it's it didn't get any easier starting now. Any procrastination. When you procrastinate mm-hmm. something you have to do, and the minute you do it, you're like, why didn't I just do that before? Yeah. Like, I feel so much better now. Mm-hmm. Just knowing you'll feel so much better. But the, but the <laughs> ongoing challenge is mm-hmm. that they don't know that it could be experienced the way you're experiencing it. Mm-hmm. Right. True. So like True. this morning I was watching, like I watch YouTube a lot. <laughs> and oftentimes I like to hear other people in the space of weight loss, doctors, you know, yeah, people, nutritionists. And I like to listen to them. And they guide people to total restriction and deprivation. And it's almost like you got to get yourself wired up to begin this diet because you're going to be avoiding a lot of things. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it is. It's, it, it's all in the mindset because I've lived like that. Right. And, and that's like probably one of the most detrimental things I've probably ever done to myself is just not eating. Like how horrible it is for, for your body. And I've probably done like long-term damage where like I've had to really rehone my eating and watch what I eat and make these adjustments along the way and watch but like I've done all of those things and they just they make it worse on the other end if you don't you know maintain it yeah so okay so so let's talk about some of the the fun things about how you I mean so I'm (laughs) not giving you a start weight but do you mind if I mention like around how much you've lost? Do you know how much you've lost? 25 as of today. 26. Wow. 26. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Is today her my checking? Cal- my calculations were Well, I think it's 25 <laughs> points for yeah, something almost like that. 26, yeah. Awesome. But yeah, I hit 25. So this is the beginning of 12 weeks, I think, or this is my 12th week. Yeah, you're moving into your t- your 12th week. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And um, we stopped doing her glucose a while back mm-hmm. because it's under it control. Con- yeah. There is no resistance. Okay. So after a while, you don't even need to look at that. Yeah. So she right. owns that marker. And then you're down three inches on your waist. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And your body fat is down. Mm-hmm. Barbara, you will love this. I got to hear 6%. This. Wow. 
Yeah. Impressive. That is a big See, what happens is in our head, because we are we mm-hmm. know what that number means. Yeah. We're like going, yeah. Yeah. And how? No. But and you how talk to the average person, they're like, okay, so all right, sounds good. <laughs> no, no, I know what a big deal it is. And so right. before like COVID happened, I was in, I was doing CrossFit two, three, four times Ooh, a week. look at you go. And, you know, my muscles were definitely more developed. I mean, my weight was still closer to where like I started this journey but after COVID happened and we stayed home like my weight didn't fluctuate very much I remember sitting on the couch going people are you were saying like people are going to gain like 15 pounds during this I was like no way no way (laughs) that's not going to happen I'm not going to let that happen yeah I'm baking bread and doing all these things to like keep peace in the house and yeah you know we didn't know what was going on and like you want to like protect your kids <laughs> yeah. well you want to protect your kids from everything you don't want them to be stressed and so you just go into this like this survival comfort. mode yeah, this in comfort, comfort mode. mode yeah and that comfort mode just like continued for like a year and i and um anyways it just i lost my train of thought well you know the 15 well, oh, for yeah. gaining so, the 15 well thank you for that because i did i'm glad they closed my pool <laughs> so i have an apartment in ventura yeah mm-hmm. and so the pool was there so the first month i was like you know what it's 11 o'clock it's five o'clock somewhere <laughs> so <laughs> I, was going over. I was at the pool we making all myself a little vodka mm-hmm. and i go buy a little wine for afternoon for, go back to the jacuzzi oh and they yeah closed it on you and they close it thank goodness because uh-huh. I would have I just kept doing it. You'd have been a raging alcoholic. I mean, it was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was going, though, with, because my body composition changed. I stopped working out. Yeah. And then my CrossFit gym never came back. Like, they lost their business. Oh, is it. that so right? So I haven't been able to, like, I've, I haven't gone back That's to that. That's a lot of but people. But while I didn't gain a ton of weight on the scale, my body composition changed, though. Mm-hmm. Like, ever like my muscles it, everything turned yeah like, you can feel that right fat. like i mean like your clothes you're like yeah what the hell? i couldn't that was the indicator while the scale didn't change my clothes didn't fit anymore and that was like okay wait a second what, and all my muscles basically like atrophied and it just converted into so all I, these empty calories i was eating right and it was bad you know i was giving myself permission to just eat whatever we wanted and you know two three four carbs you know like <laughs> carbs at a time like hey this is great but that's where i was going with that like where that 15 pounds yeah like, yes but it was probably even more mm-hmm. if you look at like the body composition right. as far as how things converted because and i got to the point where i'm like man i can't even like get my pants buttoned and i refused after i lost weight three years ago like i refused to buy bigger pants mm-hmm. so the minute i couldn't butt my pants anymore i was like i'm gonna call robert <laughs> that is, that's, a, that's that. a horrible feeling when you it, can't wear a pair of pants yeah, yeah it is it's it's i bet if, and people listening to this I, so many people are going to relate to that because they're probably yeah. thinking if they didn't they don't really understand body composition and they're looking at their scale and they're thinking, God, I've only gained, or maybe I haven't gained anything. But yeah. why is it that my clothes aren't fitting anymore? What's up? That and they're not it. even That's realizing that their <laughs> body composition fat takes up so much space yes. in your body. You know, people are like, like fat, muscle weighs so more than fat. No, it doesn't. Like, it takes up more volume, but a yeah. one pound is one pound on the scale. But it's how much mass area that fat takes yeah the up volume is much bigger so so that was such an yeah, insightful thing to share because i think a lot of people are thinking oh damn became best friends with my stretchy pants mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. but even then like those were getting tight i'm like okay when your workout <laughs> pants are tight like it is time to do something and yeah then you ran the program for the 
the four, five, six. And I was like, I'm going to do that. Girl, this is and a that sign. has been a game changer for me. Just working with you and that accountability. That's been a game changer for me. Like I nice. so suggest that to anyone, like just knowing we're going to talk every week. Like you don't even know how many times I'm like, Oh, I got to talk to Robert <laughs> later on. So I better not eat that. Like that. It just helps me to be accountable. Yeah. You know, and what I do, I, I keep kids accountable and, and like, and it's the same thing with adults. If we have someone to be accountable for and to answer to and like have to talk about our, you know, what we're going Hell through, yeah. it hel- it helps me so much. Well, so, well let, me, let me ask you this. <clears throat> when you meet someone, let's, so imagine you see Barbara on a bus and you don't know her and, and the bus is held up and you're going to end up talking for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And Barbara mentions, yeah, hey, man, I got to lose some weight. I'm going to go and, and, and do this program. And you're like, hey, let me tell you what I just recently did. How would you describe the methodology, the diet for life methodology to someone that you don't know? basically you know it's just it's a lifestyle change um you know but it's not it's not a diet um you know it's just a way of of combining your foods together in a way that work makes your body work you know and burn and burn fat so and then i would tell them about you know the different combinations of the food that you can eat and how simple it is and it's not even about all these prepackaged food or anything like that it's just the foods that you eat every day but it's the combinations that you eat them in and then the portions that you eat. So what, right. so what do you mean when you say like so I build lifestyle I change? What is that? Because that would scare some people, right? So it used to be, yeah. at least in the infomercial world, they would never say lifestyle change because they were like, people wouldn't buy. Mm-hmm. But right. today, that w- the world that we live in, mm-hmm. I feel that people are more open to that mm-hmm. because they're looking for transparency. Yeah. So would you guys both agree that it would be okay to say lifestyle change or do you think that that could scare some people off well i think it's the truth and i think it needs to be said yeah like whether people get scared or not like they they need to understand that you have in order to maintain and live and be healthy you you want it to range over your lifetime yeah so you need to change some of those things maybe you're not changing your lifestyle and like what you do as a job and the things you do as hobbies but like your eating lifestyle needs to you know so I don't have to give up my Mercedes and no, drive a pencil. No, 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 just your eating <laughs> lifestyle. I was really thinking you were going to say something. You know, what do you no, think I was going to say? I, I don't know, but you know, it's a good point because um, I would have to say, I'll just think of like this past year of all the new clients that I've signed, hands down, they've all done some kind of diet at one point or another. And they will all, one of the first things that they say is, I just, I need a way to learn how to eat food. I need a new lifestyle because whatever I did in the past, whatever diet or thing they did, I wasn't able to keep it up. Or I got results and then I have since put on all that weight back. Yep. Or they just said they tried it. I had a couple people who tried other diets and, you know, a couple weeks in they're like, hell no. They just couldn't you can't. They just I, couldn't do I've it. Tried them all. They're like exhausting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they're exhausting. I mean, just the the constant like you have to think about like is this, this just go with this and like and it's yeah it's exhausting it, and i it's, don't have time for that yeah like, and it's, i it, as busy as my life is i don't have time right and it's think almost like, like they they had to experience it themselves almost like the fact that it wouldn't last yeah in order for them to actually realize i need a lifestyle it was i don't i don't believe and i could be wrong but i don't believe that without going through any kind of you know turmoil with weight that they went straight to lifestyle 
You know what I mean? I think at, at some point they were maybe thinking that there was a quick way or a quicker way to do it and then mm-hmm. just keep it off. And they didn't have to really change maybe some of the things that they were doing with their food. And then now that they kind of went through some of that experience and realized it didn't stick, then I, I, I guess, I guess it's yeah. true that it's more of a lifestyle. It's almost like they have to go through that first. Well, you know, it's so tough because... <clears throat> And I hear exactly what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You guys are both making great points. And I know it's resonating with some people. Mm-hmm. But there's so much clutter. There's so much information mm-hmm. out there that you don't you don't know what you're looking for. It's kind of like if you think yeah. of a slavery, right? When Harriet Tubman went back to those people that were enslaved and she said, hey, there's freedom. I can take you guys to freedom. They couldn't get what she was saying because mm-hmm. they'd never seen freedom. Yep. So how can yeah. you really talk about or sell something to someone where they can't even conceptualize that's what true. that potentially yeah. could be. You know yeah, what I mean? That's a, yeah. If you don't know, you so, don't know what you don't know. Right. So like when you did a challenge mm-hmm. back in the day, then you kind of tapped, you tiptoed into it. Yeah. It's like, Hey, that worked. It kind of made sense. So you were kind of pre prepared mm-hmm. to do it. But then someone who doesn't have any idea, then they're like, I just luckily found tapped into it. Because how would they know what to look for? You know? Yeah, it is. It's uh, it's hard to filter. And, you, and we live in a society where, like, we just want results quickly. Yeah. So, and advertising and all that kind of stuff sucks people in. And they think, well, go, geez, like, you look at all those before and after pictures and you're like, oh, my gosh, that could be me, you know? And you, you just get <laughs> yeah. sucked into it. But you have no idea that, you know, that that's not, like, maybe a real picture or it's Photoshopped or, you know, like... Or that's just a one-off situation, or that person actually did something totally different, but they're using their picture for this, yeah. you know, advertising campaign. There's so much behind all of that that, for me, this is just like the simplicity of it. It's just real, but it is. I mean, it, you have to you have to experience it for yourself. You have to choose to experience mm-hmm. it. So, all right. So I, I got a question for both of mm-hmm. you guys. Okay. Okay. And you've heard me talk about this. I don't know if you have, but at one point when I was taking the program that you once did with the challenge Mm -hmm. and we were starting to work with insurance companies, when they did an evaluation of the methodology, it was rated at 16th grade reading level. So they said, Robert, if you want to go national, you need to get it down to fourth grade reading level. Mm -hmm. So you have the really simplified this thing. And if I went to sixth grade, I could be in all the states except for Arkansas, by the way. So Arkansas was the only state that you had to have it down to fourth grade reading level. Okay. So this is not a dig or beat up on Arkansas. <laughs> just right. No, but that's it's just what a it reflection is. of the education level. Yes. At yeah. the national level, like across the board, when <clears throat> we look at averages and things like that. Right. Wow. And so as we began the work of doing that, and then there's a program in Word that helps you kind of like get your sentences down to where a real simple. Yeah, and then you have to show proof that you did all of that. So as I'm doing all of that. We then took the program, and I called two teachers that live in Ventura County, mm-hmm. who um, they were successful with Die Free Life, the method. And I said, "Hey, can I come and do a presentation for your first graders?" So we got sixty first graders, and I went and did a presentation on how to make a fat burning meal, how to combine the foods in the right proportion. Mm-hmm. In forty-five minutes, all of the kids—it was pass or fail. They all passed. Mm-hmm. Wow. Then the teachers got invited to come in. <laughs> I did the exact same presentation. I didn't cut any corners. If you were there, I mean, I did it exactly the same. Same mannerisms, same punchlines. Everything was the same. And less than 50% of them passed. Wow. 
That's why you're an educator. I want to hear why. Because they already have all their preset ideas and things that they came <laughs> with. And teachers yes. are one. Teachers are the worst people to teach to. For one. And I can say that because I've been a teacher for 20 years. I'm like the worst crowd. Like, because we know everything. No, I'm just right. kidding. We don't know everything. But they're, they talk a lot. You know, you go to a yeah. conference and teachers are always teaching. Like presenting to teachers is not easy. But they came with all their, they're adults. They came with all their preset ideas of right. things that they've done and everything and all the knowledge that they've got along the way whether it was incorrect or not and little kids are innocent you know they do, they come in and they like the sponge they are sponges and they absorb everything you say as fact like uh, you're saying it you're an adult like oh it must be right you know like it's correct so but then they don't have all these preconceived ideas either so right. there's you're teaching to a clean slate versus a slate that's overly used like you, you know, said there's so. there's so much out there there's so much mm-hmm. information and i think a lot of people have a little bit of all this different kind of information and so then if, if you're teaching them about the methodology then they're in their head rather than listening they're they're trying to be like well how is that wrong they're trying to figure out what you're saying is wrong oh, yeah, because, it becomes more of i'm yeah. overcoming objections yes. the entire time as opposed to learning they're thinking of well that's not what i know you're not telling me what i know right. already so it's not matching so, so right. it was like a couple of things that come to mind when you were saying that was, oh, no. I'll never forget, I go, so oatmeal is a fast carb, <laughs> and cream of wheat is a fast carb, oh, malted meal is a fast carb, grits is a fast carb, and one lady goes, no, no, so you're telling me oatmeal is a fast carb? <laughs> I, go, I said, yes, ma'am. I said, all hot cereal and cold cereal, they're fast carbs. Yeah. She goes, nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh she goes no that would be slow that's like slow you know i do original steel cut she went into this whole thing and i go ma'am fast carb doesn't mean it's bad right it's, yeah. it's just a fast <laughs> <car>. <laughs> so that's why it so it took it was harder to teach that group because i kept getting interrupted like that you know what I mean? Yeah. So anytime I would go over something, if I say carrots are a slow carb, oh wow. no, carrots are high in sugar, <laughs> ma'am. I mean, I mean, but, ha- then you <laughs> think, but then everybody else is listening to her, so right, it's like, like they're derailing. It's like when you're in court and someone says right. something and they say overruled, like sit down, be quiet. But ever, it's already out. Like everybody heard it already. Right. You yeah. know, yeah. it starts to change yeah. your, your thinking. Yeah, you can't, so. you can't pull that back once, once you. <laughs> no, <laughs> I do a, a, a thing with kids about like. You know, bullying and the words that you say and I give groups of kids like toothpaste and on a plate and I tell them like you know squeeze a little bit out and then like okay squeeze some more out and then like we squeeze all it now squeeze it all out on the plate now put it back in the you know like in the tube. Now, now put it back in the tube and they look at you like, <laughs> like well, yeah. you That's can't good. put it back in the tube well you can't take back what you say out loud to people you, know, you have to be careful you oh, can't take good. it back if you all can't right. put that toothpaste back in you can't put your words back in your mouth all right Joyce you can't do those <laughs> So that's a fun one. You can do that with teachers too. It's really fun. Like it's yeah. a good, like just a fun that was great. activity. But it's a good one because I mean the reality is, unless you have a special machine, you can't. That toothpaste ain't going back in that too. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I called you Joyce Meyer. You know who that Joyce Meyer is? Uh, not off the top of my head. Uh, she's a very empowering uh, evangelist. Oh, okay. And she's based in Missouri, and she always has great words of wisdom and mm-hmm. analogies and metaphors mm-hmm. like that. And so you may you made me think of her. Oh, awesome. I like that. Awesome. I'm gonna use that on my kids this weekend. Actually, that's actually you a good should one. just do it with them. 
Get a tube of toothpaste. Uh-huh. Give me. Now put one. it back in. Now put it on. The, <laughs> now put it back now in. Put a little bit out, like, and just do it a little bit at a time, and then uh-huh. go. Now squirt it all so, out on the plate. So that's all that disrespect that you yeah. give me. That's right. Try to those put that back. Words. You can't do it. <laughs> and it, it's true, though. It, it, is. it is true. Those words that you say to people, and words can hurt so much more. Well, you're so optimistic. Yeah. So, so to give you an example, mm-hmm. um, like one, I don't coach anyone that I don't <clears throat> look forward to talking to. Perfect. Right, that's very important. It is at this age of my life. At this, like you know, I gotta gotta fight with people. I gotta have fun. Yeah, and it's nice when you know. So, she's the kind of client and person that I look forward to dialing Mm -hmm. because you're always upbeat, and you can't pretend every week. So it's got to be real. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's a lot of people who are pretending, right? And they put on a happy face. Oh, to be upbeat. Yeah, but they're just miserable. Which is okay because we can work. We can work with that. Right. But I just love the energy that you bring to the table, and how it's just lifting. So yeah. thank you for being a lifting mm. type of person. Thank you. Right. Yeah. I I love you. Know, I'm around Bob a lot, and, and I just bring him down. Bring him down. <laughs> <laughs> bring him down. You know, you have to, you have to be happy. You you have to you know make the best out of this life. I mean, I I share with you what mm-hmm. I do, and and it's hard, but you have to you have to rise above it. You can't let it you know bring you down. So, you know, you got to make the best out of. Mm-hmm. You only get to live one life, and that's a good point so. because I think that sometimes with with health or let's say with weight loss, oftentimes I think people believe that they have to be perfect in order to succeed. Yeah. And how what would you say to someone who's thinking that way as far as having focusing on being perfect or having that that mindset of having to have everything done perfectly in order to get results and when they don't obviously there's no way they're going to be perfect right there there's there's no such thing as perfection mm-hmm. so then you how do you can't be perfect you and but you have to learn how your body responds <clears throat> to things my body is not going to work the same way as your body is mm-hmm. or yours like we're not going to respond the same way and just like we've been working through like the combinations and like getting you know try not to avoid fast carbs in the evening and and that's made a huge difference for me well mm-hmm. i didn't want to hear that <laughs> um it, it's made a huge difference for me and i have to look at that but you have to you have to just get up every day and 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 just make those choices and know like you're not perfect some days are not as good as others and some weeks your results won't be what you want them to be but that's a good time to look at why aren't they where you want them to be are you stressed out like did you did you eat your portions of food correctly did you eat did you drink your water did you move like and so for me when my numbers aren't where I want them to be. I have to look back and go, okay, what do I need to improve on? And then if I can't find it, then I can ask Robert, well, what do you think I need to do? Because, mm-hmm. and that's why I'm working with Robert because mm-hmm. I need that. Because otherwise in the past, I would just be like, <clears throat> okay, keep trying, keep trying. And then if I get discouraged and discouraged and then I'll just like let life take its. That's, I'm know, so take glad you shared there's that. There's no such thing as, as really being perfect you mm-hmm. know we're we're imperfect beings so to yeah i'm to be I, perfect is i'm glad you shared that expectation I, yeah because i think a lot of people think that yeah that if they do run into let's say a week even a couple weeks of progress and they're thinking god i'm not it's not moving it's not doing what doing what i want it yeah. to do or my body's not responding the way i wish it would mm-hmm. rather than just giving up and like you said just kind of letting life take over you're saying i'm looking at okay well what can i do mm-hmm to get it you know back yeah. on track or to tighten some things up well how did i eat did i eat am i yeah. drinking my water am i stressed or whatever it may be yeah. 
I think that's the difference where people can sustain those types of results and then keep progressing as opposed to just like, and my goal is just to like slow and steady. Like I want this for the long term. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so for me, if I was like, it was instantaneous and I got it all like right in the beginning, it would be really hard to maintain for the long haul. Mm -hmm. So I Mm -hmm. just want it slow and steady. You know, it took a while to put it on, can take a while to take it off to make it permanent. So, and I want it to be the right weight that's coming off like have you guys right. ever seen someone do uh, get liposuction done i've only seen it like bits and pieces on tv no okay. i don't know anybody personally yeah. that i've seen so so one okay years ago i did a tv show in europe mm-hmm. and it was called um bet your best you or something like that it was a great title mm-hmm. and what happened in the show is they flew in these women mm-hmm. from the uk okay and they went to beverly hills and they work with the best cosmetic surgeons. And a lot of these guys are still on TV. I see them all the time. And they brought me as the nutrition and, and fitness guy. So prior to them getting their work done, and then afterward, I was there to help the recovery. Right? Mm-hmm. So I got to know these ladies really well. Right? Because mm-hmm. I'm eating with them. The surgeon comes in, does his work, and leaves. And so I got to go in on some of the, surg- the surgeries. Whoa. So, mm-hmm. you know, they did it. I saw a tummy tuck. And I'm not the guy that can be around the medical stuff. Like, I just don't do well with that. <laughs> when my first daughter was born, I was like, they, they told me to sit down. The nurse said, <laughs> you know. you off the floor. Oh, yeah, because I was. <laughs> you got down. I was down. mad as this does. Weak in the knees. Oh, like really weak. And I, hey, it is what it is. <laughs> you can't change who you are. Okay, I didn't pass out, but I did have to sit down. Well, I went on, and the one that threw me off, and I saw a cranial. I saw some really nasty Ooh. stuff, right? But the thing that threw me off the most was the liposuction. It was, it just, like, I think about it now, it freaks me out. And the reason I'm bringing mm. it up, because it goes to mm-hmm. what you, the comment you made, is that people want it now. Mm-hmm. And years go by, and I was teaching kickboxing at Channel Islands in Port Wainimi area. Mm-hmm. And this lady goes to get lipo. And I watch her, you know, I've seen her. She's come to class here and there, but she didn't really like the workout. Mm-hmm. So she was fed up, so she went and got lipo. And she wasn't really heavy. Mm-hmm. I would say maybe had 30 pounds she could probably lose, right? Mm-hmm. So she gets lipo, and I remember seeing her in the gym like six weeks later. She's walking around, you know. Feeling she's feeling good. good right? <laughs> she's feeling good. <laughs> and then about three months goes by, and I see her again. And I start to see her body just, it was really weird, odd. What her, do you mean? It took on a different shape. Yeah. I started Ooh. seeing fat deposits, like, like in certain areas of her body that weren't there before. Oh. Ooh. And that's because her lifestyle didn't support wh- the work she had done. Right. Mm-hmm. And so then it got worse, right? Because now she's fighting to fix that, and she never got any of it fixed. And the oh. only outcome that made sense was to just gain some weight so she would look somewhat normal and hope that she gained the weight in the areas that won't make her look odd. Oh, right. Like to almost backfill evenly, but. Right. Ooh. So imagine, you know, you do that and you get a pocket of fat that pushes off to the side. Mm-hmm. And so you got a pocket that's sticking off your hip. Oh, because you you don't you're not in charge of where it's going to come back. You're right. not. Right. You're, you're not. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's like it's that example of going for the shortcut, right? Short term gain, but then experiencing long term pain. 
yeah or discomfort so i love the the slow and steady the tortoise approach yeah, I always tell him that. I'm like the tortoise in the yeah. hair. And, and that's, that's great. Tortoise. That yeah. is a great place to when be. I, in high school, I was a long distance swimmer because I wasn't a fast swimmer at all. I've never just been like a fast athlete. So I always swam the long distance because I can just endure and just my race was 20 laps. It was 500 yards. Like so that the ones that jump out in front and you're yeah, like, no, okay, I'll, see, long, I'll, I'll see you. It was a long, <laughs> slow and steady race. You just yeah. had to like slow and steady. 20 laps that's it wins that was my <clears throat> that was my event that i swam in high school so you know i'm just i'm not a not a sprinter not a not a big runner i was cracking up when you were i watched the interview <laughs> the other day and you said you hated cardio i hate <laughs> it oh. oh my gosh I I was still hate it. i'm like i totally could yeah. relate but i like the results you know yeah mm-hmm. you, you like the results and you feel so much better but i did it this morning did mm-hmm. you do it this morning i did in fact I, for the 50 minutes and i was thinking the same damn thing i was like man this is a long damn time yeah. <laughs> but i did it I, I did it. it. I did it on the stairmaster this yeah. morning. Yeah, good I for like, you. I was Damn. not happy about it. And I kept looking at the clock. I was like, still? <laughs> it's only been two minutes. <laughs> but when it started ticking, you know, getting up 48, 49, 50, I was like, I could do it. it. I could do it. Yes. That's self talk, right? Yeah, one so, more minute. One more minute. So we two have to work minutes. at it too. Like we yeah. do. It's, oh, a, yeah. it's, a, it's a choice. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you have to choose to maintain mm-hmm. what you do. You know, it's not like you just get to get up every day and do whatever you want. Oh, like I'm like, yay, you know, yay, cardio. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not so, that. So share with those who are listening and with us the foods that you have been able to eat as you continue to ah. lose weight and feel great. Well, I love sushi, so I eat sushi like once a week. So that's like one of my favorites. So I definitely eat sushi and I eat all kinds of meat, fish, chicken, pork, whatever, variety of vegetables. I usually look at like, what am I like, what haven't I eaten in a while when I go to the store and I try and bring that home? Like, I haven't had a grapefruit this week. I'm bringing a grapefruit home. And so just every, Man, I mean, you know, this. she's perfect, huh? Everything. Yeah. I mean, like, seriously, like when you're I, saying all the things that we are always encouraging people to yeah. do. It is, it's so freeing to just go to the grocery store and just, okay, well, I'm going to have this. And I even like, I found these Greek yogurt, like frozen bars I told you about, like they're a hundred calories. They're super yummy. I think I've the heard yas- of those. I think it's like yes. yasso or something. I have a client in they're New York that loves so, those. They're so good. Yeah. And so they're called good. Yasso? Just, mm-hmm. Yeah, the yasso. I sent you a picture of it. Okay. Um, But they're great. 100 calories, like perfect. Like a perfect little sweet snack, like without it being. But I mean, I on my boost meal days, like I'll have cake or cheesecake and have a burger. And like, you know, I make those the fun ones where I, you know, kind of yeah. mix it up a little bit. But I eat everything. Like I don't. I don't eat tomatoes, so I know I wish I did. Like, I always laugh when you're like, "Please don't make comments." Like, if you don't eat this kind of stuff, it cracks me up. Because like, well, right. you gotta give your two cents. You don't eat it, who cares? Like, exactly. But I like my husband. Like, he's always dying. Like, you should just eat tomatoes. I don't like them. Like, yeah. who cares? Like, I eat all these other foods that, and I grew up like on a farm, meat and potatoes. Like, mom made casseroles. Like very limited and so my food has grown so much since I was a kid but just the variety and I mean I love sourdough toast and rice and quinoa and I'm not super creative when I cook like I don't mind just having like the simple like here's my salmon and my veggies and my quinoa or whatever I don't have to have these elaborate meals but I'll make like chicken fajitas and have beans and stuff with it and sometimes I'll have a tortilla and sometimes I won't but Nice. You know. So what do you guys think of people who are quick to interject 
Like, for instance, let's say that you're talking to someone, you go, yeah. oh, yeah, I had a great meal last night. I had uh, chicken, asparagus, and some uh, quinoa. quinoa. And mm-hmm. they go, yeah, I don't eat quinoa. That's, uh, that's Perfect. Have some rice. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, <laughs> don't eat it. Yeah, you know, people go, yeah, see, that wouldn't work for me. That yes, I have. Because I, you know, I don't eat that. All right, I need, or right when you just say a certain meat, chicken, well, I don't do that. <laughs> Like when they tell me stuff like that, I'm like, then then don't, don't eat it. Yeah. Find something else. Like you're missing the point. It's just a protein. Like, <laughs> make your own protein then. That's the beauty of this program is like who cares what protein you eat? Just yes. pick a protein. But there's a mindset. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it says a lot about where that person is. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. they're quick. They're they're working hard to talk themselves out Absolutely. of possibly Absolutely. doing something like this. True. Absolutely. Absolutely. So they're only going to see what they don't like. Yeah. 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 That's and that's true. where you get to the point where you're just like, you know, I'm not here to convince you you're about not anything. Ready. Yeah. You're not ready exactly. to be here. So come back when you're ready. I mean, because yeah, you can't you can't choose for them. You can't make somebody, especially over the phone. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't force a grown person to do what you want them to do. They have mm-hmm. they have to choose. You have to choose. And it's challenging some days. Like, I'm like, what's in the fridge? Okay. You know, and pull some stuff together. But some days you don't feel creative and you don't feel like, you know, you want to do yeah. it. But at the end of the day, like, okay, well, here's two turkey sausages and, a, and, exactly. a, and an English sourdough English muffin. I'm out the door. Right. Like, I did it, you know. Right. <laughs> Same. Yeah. It wasn't pretty. But I'm off the <laughs> I mean, I've done I that too. I food all the Sometimes, time. Yes. It's not pretty, but yes. it did the job. Yes. Right. It's like, so. wow, this isn't the prettiest meal. But hey, like, exactly. It hits all, it hits all the categories and I'm good. But I've had to change my relationship with food. So my mom always fed us. Like, it was just like a comfort. And food's always been like the center of everything. Like, she always entertained and there was always food. And we always had people over. And, you know, I've had to change like some of my relationship with food because that's how we celebrate like we're just gonna party it up and we're just gonna eat till we can't you know or we're gonna go out to a really nice dinner and we're gonna splurge and so mm-hmm. again you know i've got a i've i've had enough of those and and there's a time and a place for those you know some of those special occasions once in a while like i won't ever just say i'm never going to have a meal like that or right. overeat i may i may down the road and and but to get back on to what how i know to eat right is you know, I can do that. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's food has been the center of my whole life as I, far as like having a great, we're having a great old time. We're, <laughs> yeah. we're just eating everything. This is great. You know, so you gotta, you know, you have to evaluate like what's important too. Mm-hmm. You want to feel good or you don't want to feel good. So yeah. Or just find ways have, like some of those things like in smaller portions and different exactly. combinations. So, and you have to make your choice. Like, okay, am I going to have the macaroni or am I going to have the pasta? Like, exactly. One of them. So, yeah. That moment. So, it sounds familiar because I, you know, my mom's Italian, my dad's Filipino. Mm-hmm. We get these family gatherings. <laughs> the food's out. And yeah. it's just, there's a ton of food and it's out for Absolutely. hours and hours and hours. And it would be really easy to just Eat all mow that through everything. And, yeah, there's been an adjustment as far as, okay, well, I know that if I'm going to have my meal this time, sure as hell going to be food around in two and a half three hours later I can have a snack or maybe another meal just depending on how the day falls and really it's just a it's just a slight shift in how you're thinking about it it's like it's not that I can't enjoy going to my mom and dad's like I can't go but it's just like you said it's a little bit of an adjustment on how I'm gonna just enjoy my food that day yeah so so where do you guys feel education right because you're both educated Mm -hmm. do you feel that education 
is I mean, because a lot of people aren't talking the way you guys are talking. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the way you're explaining it <clears throat> and being in control, I can go there. I know how to like map it out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I can pace myself. And you're mindful of that. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people, they're like, oh, see, I can never do that. Oh, I mean, I can't, I can't imagine going there and not eating the mac and cheese with the mashed potatoes, oh, right. with you're the bread and the fried fish. And, you know, I want those yams <laughs> with the sugar sprinkled all over them. Mm-hmm. And then I want that pudding. And you know what? I got to eat it all at the same time. <laughs> Well, I mean, they're right. If you start with I can't, you've already set yourself up. Yeah. I don't think so. it has anything really to do with like the education level. I think it's yeah. almost like that mindset. Mm-hmm. They're just kind of going in. And, and maybe it's because they've had so much failure in the past that they're already just anticipating mm-hmm. that there's no way they can do any differently than what they've already oh, done. Oh, yeah. Well, you know that when, uh, when they yeah. say, look, can I start on Monday? Because, yes. <laughs> because they're like, okay. I know what I'm going to do Saturday and Sunday mm-hmm. because they're, yeah. it's, like, it's like the last meal. I want to go have my last supper before right. I go into a deprivation and I can't eat what oh, I want. Yeah. I've been there so many times. <laughs> <laughs> so many times. Yeah. I've had some of my most successful clients just have been, they had been so fed up. They started right around the holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas. And they impressed themselves that they were able to go through the holidays all the way through New Year and then beyond and lose weight and body fat and they like i said they impressed themselves because they never would have guessed that they could do that yeah and so now they're like the biggest advocates for saying like exactly like you said that there's no perfect time just start just start just start wherever you're at Mm -hmm. just start start you know and i i i follow the (laughs) facebook group and i see people on there and they're like okay there's my first meal how'd i do you know and Uh part of me is like oh well i want to tell them like what to do and then part of me is like well that's not my job to tell them what to do you know like Mm -hmm. i don't want to criticize but you see there's like things like good for them they started but there's things that they should shift and change and you know and i'm sure they will is but to to criticize them out the out the gates doesn't help them Mm -hmm. you know right so to criticize people along their journey and put them down doesn't doesn't help. But See, like there's that positive them, attitude she has again. Encourage right. them right where they're right where they're at. Great job! Like I see you got a protein right. in there and so carb. But just remember that one still is a fast yeah. carb. Like that oatmeal. It's yeah. Still fast right. carb. yeah. No oatmeal. Oatmeal is not a fast carb. <laughs> She's like, telling me. I was in Mississippi and we're we're uh, going through the Delta and we went to this uh, place where like home style buffet. And I'm in the line and, you know, some of the other teachers, because it was a teaching event. I was mm-hmm. a keynote speaker and, and, they, and we had like all the superintendents. Everybody was there. And, all these teachers. and so I'm in the line and I'm explaining to someone how to make a fat burning meal. And I said, okay, so I want to, yeah, let me get that chicken. That's my protein. I'm talking to him. Protein. And then, you know, I am really craving a baked potato. Can I get that baked potato? That, now, that's a fast card. And uh, can I get some black-eyed peas? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> black-eyed peas, black-eyed peas. Because uh-huh. I love some black-eyed peas. Clearly. And I said, and that's a slow card. And this black lady who was serving the food, she goes, <laughs> oh, no, nah, no, nah, sweetheart. That is not a fast card. <laughs> <laughs> I said, excuse me. She goes, look, black eyed peas are really high in starch. That's a fast card. And I go, okay. 
Sometimes you just gotta walk away. Yeah, I mean, she she got in my whole conversation. I'm like, how did you just jump in my conversation? Here I am teaching people how to put food in the right combination. So she was serving you. Yeah, it's like, you know how they, you're going down, they say, what else would you like? And she's gonna be like this. Probably. (laughs) But I'll never forget that. I was like, okay. But people love to jump in and give their two cents, which is is cool. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you you pick your fights, right? I always say, like, that's enough from the peanut gallery. Like, I just, I always, you know, you you don't need to put your two cents in all the time. Like, I don't need your two. I tell my children that all the time. Enough from the peanut gallery. I don't need your two cents. I don't ask for them. Where's that toothpaste? (laughs) Yeah, where's that toothpaste? Oh, I know. I like that. So we have about 10 minutes. So I want to do some rapid fire with you. Oh gosh! So rapid fire uh, quizzes. No. <laughs> 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 no. So, no, so, I'm gonna fail this part. So Barbara and I are gonna ask you questions, and what I would love to do is ask questions where people can hear your answer, but they can learn from it. Okay. So my first question for you is: Of all the days of eating breakfast, what is your go-to breakfast right now? That's a fat burning meal. My go-to breakfast mm-hmm. is scrambled eggs with probably mushrooms and onions in it, and then um, some turkey sausage on the side. And then if I feel like having um, a fast carb, then I'll have a sourdough English muffin with a little bit of jam on top. Yummy. That's like my like go-to. Sometimes I have that for lunch. Nice. I'm like, I don't know what to make right now. I'm going to have some eggs. <laughs> now, now it's, it's interesting when you were saying that with the English muffin and the eggs mm-hmm. and all of that. God, uh, many people are like, wait a minute. Muffins. I don't, that's, that's a lot. How is she, how is she going to lose weight eating right. that much food? Sometimes I'm hungry after I eat. <laughs> <laughs> My body sometimes is working so good that like, I've told you before, like an hour after I eat, I'm like, I'm hungry again. So well, that's because of how you train. Yeah. I mean, you, so. I mean, you go for it. I mean, if you're doing CrossFit and hitting it the way she's hitting it, your metabolism yeah. is so revved up that, um, Hunger is a good sign, also. Yeah, especially at you the that. You're like, Heck if you're yeah. hungry, that means your body's metabolizing the food, and you're good to go. Yeah, so. and your metabolic rate, which means mm-hmm. the amount of calories you're burning, mm-hmm. isn't down; it's actually up, and that is a very positive thing. Keep drinking your water. Keep so. drinking your water. Yeah, you've got your. <laughs> would you say your pool? Yeah, I got my swimming pool with me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Bob. my question. Okay, so this is um, good for a lot of even some some of my clients who might be listening in. But yeah. um, if you were to share. Something about how you shifted, let's say, your overall schedule throughout the day to make you more successful. What would some of those? What were some of those key changes that you did to your schedule that that really helped you stay successful in the long run? Honestly, I didn't really switch my schedule. I just fit into like so when I get up in the morning and I have my coffee and mm-hmm. and you know get my kids going and then I make my breakfast and then move on and then I just make sure that. Because I write everything down too, it like makes me accountable to those different times I eat during the day. So really, I mean, writing everything down, but okay. scheduling it in, I haven't had to switch my schedule. I work from home, so mm-hmm. really haven't, I just have to consciously remember, like, I need to eat. So I just have to make sure that I'm, I'm you know, in the beginning, I could set an alarm to tell me to like to eat like at certain times, but... Mm-hmm. sometimes like before i would you know i don't have time to eat lunch right now but now i'm like okay what do i have time to eat you know i have to eat so what is i you know make time for what can i put in my stomach right now so but mm-hmm. not really i haven't had to 
shift my schedule. But it sounds too like much, you maybe you kind of created like you had it written down like as far as I write all my food down okay. three yeah. times a day plus my snacks and I keep track of my water. So and then if I work out that day I track my workout. So I just have mm-hmm. it like in a just a journal. So yeah, I mean tracking everything but not super detailed, like I told you. Like right. I'm literally like chicken scratch sometimes, just like <laughs> I didn't get it written down today. It's like the end of the day or the next day, and I'm like, right. what did I eat yesterday? But you do because it. It's and very you're diligent. Consistent. Yes, very consistent. Consistency is key. Like making sure journaling. That, yeah, journaling is probably the thing that I put in yes. to place that you know absolutely make that conscious. But it's a good one. I did not have to switch my schedule around as far okay. as my so, lifestyle. So as part of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Do does a person have to journal? No, not at all. I don't think so. I mean, like if if you can keep track of it in your mind and you're accountable, it helps me because when you write it on paper, like I'm less likely to sneak a couple things in there throughout the day that shouldn't be, you know, in there or like the timing wise, if it's not my snack time, like just snacking on the crust of my kids' bread as I'm cutting, you know, like eating those extra things because I know I'm going to write it down. I don't want to write those down. <laughs> Eight yeah. my children's crust from their bed. So I turn them to the dog. <laughs> you know, I, I, I bring that up because I have always been an advocate of mm-hmm. journaling. It is so powerful. It is very powerful. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it, it, you said, would you ha- do you have to? Right, no. And you don't. But it is, it's extremely powerful. I still have my journal from 14 years ago. Oh, is wow. that right? Yeah, and I used that three years ago when my husband and I went back to the diet-free lifestyle, I made copies of a couple of the extra pages and I made each of us one where I wrote it all down. And so it's really detailed though. Like it has all the calories and everything. So I didn't do all that, but I had like proportions and wrote those things down. Yeah. So, but I've used it in the, into the future. Mm -hmm. I remember, I, I remember I had a client, Gloria Tracy, not sure where she's at, but she was amazing. Gloria, I'll never forget, we were getting ready to do the first infomercial. And I said, hey, uh, bring in your journals. So I'm thinking, your journal. She came in, man. She had a box of journals. Of all the journaling she's done? Yeah, and she, <gasps> like, she, was, she was a woman who used to be like a counselor for Jenny Craig. Okay. Mm. She had done every diet you could possibly think of. Mm-hmm. And when she was in her late 60s, I'll never forget it, sitting in front of her. And she says, Robert, I don't even know why I'm here. And I go, like, why would you say that? She goes, well, you said something. And she heard me do a talk in Camarillo. And she said, you were talking about how you can rev up or reset your metabolism. Mm-hmm. And I was like, tell me more. And Gloria became a very successful client. But her main thing that would be her success was journaling. Mm-hmm. She journaled, like, religiously. Yep. And I totally agree with that. Me and too. some people have I'm those saying. apps and they like take the pictures of the food all day long and they use those. That doesn't fit my my lifestyle. I can't even remember to take pictures sometimes when I'm supposed mm-hmm. to send you my boost meal. I'm like, oh, crud, I just ate that. I forgot to send that yeah, picture. I mean, like, that doesn't work for me, but it works for other people. And that's like a different type of, you know, journaling and that accountability. So I think it, it just, it's that accountability piece. Okay. So, I, sure. I, so I have one more question okay. for you from my <laughs> side. So... Is there anyone that comes to mind that you know well and you know they would enjoy doing what you've done, mm-hmm. but you haven't asked them to do it? Yeah. I mean, I, I've, been, I've been talking to one of my <laughs> talking slowly to one. I don't like to, like, you know, put things on people that aren't aren't ready. So I've been sharing with one of my friends. Actually, she's one of my teachers. I've been sharing with her 
the simplicity and like that she because she's super active and Mm -hmm. i think it would work really well for her so she's just not she's not quite ready yet but she's like huh and i don't see everybody all the time so they haven't yeah. seen me so some of my teachers haven't seen me in a while and so and i haven't seen her but i was telling her and she was like huh okay karen and she's in her mid 50s so she's i think i've got her like you know right where she wants to hear a little bit more but i'm not gonna be like here you go right. here's all this stuff you should read and so and then um my mother-in-law's right there. So I was just talking to her before I came over here today. So Now, do you know Chris, right, who I had on the show? Mm-mm. He's the uh, athletic director for Rio Mesa? I don't oh. know him personally. Okay. No, I saw his interview, but yeah. I don't know him. I only ask because you're an educator. They're both mm-hmm. from Ventura County. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, I haven't been an educator here for a long time. And I was in Oxnard, so. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The Nard. The Nard, yeah. yep. Oxnard okay. Unified well, I have for one. seven years. Yeah. That's right. Well, I have one more for you. Sure. So you had great success so far. So what uh-huh. would you say? She was 26 pounds down. Almost. Mm-hmm. So what is your next goal, do you want to say? And what's what's next? Well, my first goal is to get down 30 pounds. So, uh-huh. I'm so you're almost really there. close. And so if I get down 30 pounds, I'll be where I was three years ago. I have, My goal was 40 by 40. Nice. And so if I get, I've got a couple more to lose and I'll be at my first goal, but I'm really going to try for 50 pounds. Wow. That's so awesome. That's what I'm going to try for. So that's where I'm, I'm working for. Or right, I'm not going to try for, I'm going to get to. Exactly. Yes. It's, he's giving me the stink eye. No, no, no. Like, right. She's well, using that word try again. She always says try when we're all Actually, you do say try. I right. do. Like, well, I tell you, I'm it, trying though. to. And then you're like, you're not trying. You and are doing it. I so. will put money on when, when your friends, especially your lady friends or the other, other teachers, other administrators, they see you, they're going to be like, girl, what are you doing? Because I will share with you, too, even some of my clients have had some great success when they because they've been working. A lot of them have been working from home, too. Mm-hmm. And they finally go out to have these meetings with their their groups. And these people come to come up to them. And they're like, what the hell are you doing? Look great. I've got I've it's been a good thing. You know, yeah. References to other clients because of, you know, my existing clients success. And so, yeah, you're great. Uh, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Billboard billboard for success so thanks yeah well it's nice to see someone who appears to be better off after covid than yeah. to continue to run into people you go <laughs> hey you know and, and you're like yeah. wow haven't seen you in a while <laughs> yeah. well, that's where i was at when i called you right. I I mean, and you like, see the oh first thing like, just yeah. like they go hey i go hey what was that the face <laughs> yeah, look, you the go, face got bigger wow yeah. Yeah, it just kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I get it. I yeah, know. It happens. You know, we were all in survival mode, you know, and you it shows you like what you're willing to give up in order to, you know, keep together emotionally. You know, mm-hmm. it was hard for people. Like, people mm-hmm. are going to be seriously traumatized. Like, there's going to be PTSD, PTSD from this. Oh, absolutely. There's people that are terrified still to go out. And there's just yeah. going to be a whole range. I mean, we've seen it with kids and teenagers and like, there's just a whole range but you know when you're you're met with a crisis we go into survival mode and it's maybe sure. not always the best thing for us mm-hmm. you know and that's but it to know that we can come out of it and better ourselves because that's where i was at like looking at myself in the mirror like whose face is that like, <laughs> and i already have a naturally round face i've been called a cabbage patch kid my whole life like naturally like that's where my round face is i've never had like you know like a cut jaw or anything so like 
you know, looking at himself in the mirror, I'm like, mm, how many chips <laughs> do I have? You know, like, and that so it's eye opening. Like, how do I how how do I change that? And mm-hmm. so, I mean, you've shared with out. me some really like she's helped me a lot, even with my kids, just having mm-hmm. the chance to have a conversation. Oh, nice. And I totally agree with you about the PTSD because yeah. the other day I was in the store, and there's more people out for mm-hmm. sure. And some people are just right up, right up on you, right? Whereas it's <laughs> a little weird. I'm okay with them, like, but it made me feel uncomfortable. It's like I wanted to say, you know, back it can up. You, can you back it up a little bit? <laughs> because <laughs> it did. It was like, wow, this is like weird. Like, I mean, give me some it. space. Yeah. And you know, even with the cars, I'm just like, man, I, I actually like getting on the road and not having that much traffic. Oh, That's for sure. Fenter in general is just blown up since in the last oh, 10, sure. 15 years. Especially oh, for yeah. you since you've oh, come, I, yeah, you never I come out in like here. a small little town like yeah. wave to your neighbors. Like, <laughs> you know. Right. So yeah, it's, 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 it is overwhelming to come back and visit and stuff. I'm like, oh my gosh, these people <laughs> don't know how to drive. Yeah, so why they're all I tense. should have brought my big old truck and just go over people. Run over them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, what was that movie I watched with, uh, was it Crow? When he's in the car. Mm. And oh, uh, Russell Crowe. Yeah, um, Russell Crowe, Like man. something, Breakdown or what was it? Um, oh, yeah, know. you got to watch this it's movie. It's when he has a, like a, like a he mental breakdown. Yeah. I never watched it. Oh, whoa. Oh, I don't know. I, my kids, like, if, I mean, your kids aren't on their phone. Mm-hmm. And they're like, and we were, we all were like, it was intense. Mm-hmm. Because he, he, was, he lost it. He had a bad day. And then this woman, you know, had a bad day. And they he had a bad like, day no, together. No, your day. Your day's not bad, ma'am. You need to apologize. And it all was that. It was rage, like uh, road rage. Yeah. The whole movie is based on him losing his mind and then this woman who he wanted to prove a lesson to. Whoa. Wow. So just no, look no, it no, up, no. people. Russell Crowe. <laughs> you can run it. You can watch it. Be if you, nice. If you want to be entertained, then check it out. But uh, thank Isn't you. Isn't that indicative of his actual demeanor? <laughs> Isn't he the guy that like had a fit with a t- with a phone in a hotel room? Is that him? <laughs> Rose, yeah. Well, oh yeah. I believe yeah, so. I think he has a bad temper. So maybe that was just a great role for him. <laughs> yeah. Well, it wouldn't be like Adam Sandler. Like I, I could see him losing it, but he will. You know, he he's funny. Oh, yeah, right. Cool. And he did funny. have that funny movie. It was called Anger Management. Was oh, that was one? hilarious. Oh, Adam Sandler. Yes, yes. he's really yeah. not. He's really not. Uh, I love angry. that movie. Just yeah, to, really I like the beginning. Yeah. Just the airport, like when they're in the oh, plane. The airplane. <laughs> yeah, when they were like, oh, "Sir, you need to like." Need he goes, "I'm not yelling." Oh my gosh, that, <laughs> <laughs> that would do me in too. And like then the that. big black guy comes over. He goes, "Sir." We have to take you off the plane. <laughs> What's with, and then they then they like tase him. Tase. Oh my god, he does such a good job at that movie. He's he's a funny guy. Yeah, because oh you also had in that movie um, amazing actor, shining, goes to the Lakers games. Jack Nicholson. Jack yeah. Nicholson. Remember he plays a psychologist. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, yeah, you're angry. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. You are angry. But anyway, thank you for making time to come in yeah, here. Absolutely, thank I you so you. much. Yeah, it was so nice to meet you. It wasn't that difficult, you. was it? No, it was totally fine. Yeah, see, it it's totally all good. Fine. Yeah. Any yeah. any last words you would have for anyone who's, you know, not like we're trying to twist anyone's arm to right. to do die free life, but we do our we are on a mission to get the word out, mm-hmm. and that's to like encourage and help people mm-hmm. and the only way we can help them is if they come in the tent yeah it, today's the day make it today you know the, this is the day don't wait don't wait to start even if it has to be baby steps choose choose it now 